This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're right about All right. Watch Radio 92 Nine the Game 929 thegamecom Sam and Greg in for the morning shift. And, 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 and in for Mr. Crenshaw is, is Jason Longshore. It's still early. It is. I, I wasn't sure what I didn't hear it all though, but in, anyway, how you doing? I'm good. Oh wait, I gotta do my thing here because I'm all turned around and Noel is on the other side of the glass. Good morning, Georgia! Morning. And a good morning to you folks, and a happy Thanksgiving to everybody in Barnesville. 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 See, John Nelson, when he joins us in the next segment, he'll know about every town you could possibly throw at him because he's probably been there covering a high school football game. You don't know I do not know Barnesville. Barnesville is in Lamar County. Okay. It's uh, well. This is, of course, from the last census here, but mm-hmm. about thirty-seven miles north northwest of Macon. Okay. So it's down there. And, uh, you know, 60 miles south of Atlanta. I just got a speeding ticket in Macon. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Dude, anywhere in central Georgia right or now. Or south Georgia, because I got a couple in tip. Yeah. And Sam likes to they, remind they, me of that. They got me with, like, the cameras and stuff. It was weird. This dude was on the top of the overpass. Yeah, I didn't get it with a person. Like, I got a, a letter in the mail, and I'm like, what? Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know they even still did that. Yeah, well, they do. <laughs> I found that out that a lot of tolls now, just you don't go through and pay. You just have the camera there. I found that out going from Orlando to uh, over to Cape Canaveral, and we went, took this road, and we got a, got a bill, you know. Yeah. Louisville, too. When you go over that bridge, yep. like we're going up 65. Yep, yep. Gonna get, you're going get to get a bill hmm. about two weeks after you get home. <laughs> so, yep. Um, was that anything important I needed to know, Noel, that you were telling me, or just that that was just because was, she was conveying a message to me, and we're still working? <laughs> well, no, we're working out the kinks of this, and, and <laughs> Sam and I are really looking forward to working with her. Sam is. Well, Sunday she's going to be with us again. Oh, that's what it was? Okay, you could have told me that, though, later on. She's trying to get in touch with the Yeah, yeah well, I, I'll yeah. yell at John here in a minute. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got to worry about it, Noel. Yeah, I, 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 I can yell at John no. when we need to yell at John for sure. Do not worry about it. Um, again, 
Jason Longshore. And by the way, if you didn't uh, hear the interview he had with Dan Corso, it will be up on our page, which will be Sam and Greg, but Jason Longshore interview with Dan Corso. It's on our page. It's on the Atlanta Soccer Tonight page as well. We're going to a lot of soccer. My page. Come on. Your page. Tuesday nights, 10 o'clock. All right. Now, you know I have have resisted in doing what we normally do, Sam and I, um, for this first hour because I wanted to get acclimated and, and get up and running, but now it's time. Okay. This is November 24th. Yes. You need to have insignificant information about what happened on this date. I, I have some. Okay. Well, I did, well, I got some, too. This is what I do. Okay. You got one? Give me one of yours. Um, on this date in 1976. I don't always give the year, but that's cool. Your Atlanta Hawks ended a 28-game road losing streak. They had lost 28 in a row on the road. Okay. And they finally won on the road on this date in 1976. Nice going. There and, you go. And who was the owner of the team then? 76. Was that Ted? It, it might have been. I, no, I was actually literally asking I'm because not I'm not sure. sure. I think it was 76 that he took over. Was that the year he won uh, the, um, what you call it, Cup? Too? America's Cup. America's Cup. I think he did. I don't know if he had the Hawks by that point. He had the Braves by that point, but I don't know if he had the well, Hawks in 76. Tom Cousin? Okay. Okay, so I, he got the Hawks later. Got it. All right. He didn't have him by the ben- bicentennial year. Uh, I thought he did. All right, that's yours? That's, that's, that's one of mine. I got others for you. Well, no, no. Speaking of the Braves, yep. today was the day that Earl Williams. You ever heard of Earl, Earl Williams? I've heard of Earl Williams. For those of you who do not know, the Braves had a few rookies of the year. I remember Rafael Fercal actually had a drink with him a couple times. Rafael Fercal. Yeah. I think it was 2000, something in there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Earl Williams was a catcher and infielder for the Braves, and he won rookie of the year on this date, 71. 71. So there you go. Insignificant information from this. Well, I got one more for you. Birthdays. Yes. It would have been the birthday, and I will pay your car note. If you, well, no, I ain't going to say that because you're pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a car note, actually, right now. I'm in a good spot with that. Twelfth president. The twelfth pre- president. The 12th president of the United States has, it would have been his birthday Is that today. James K. Polk. No, but that's a pretty good guess. It's one of those. That uh, I know he's know right his, around there. You, you hear those names you go. He was a president. Oh, who was it? Zachary Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> and I. That's one of the ones you always forget. I like to see the face on uh, that Sam gives me when I give him. He was who? Number number seven. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't know. Anyway, again, we talked about John Nelson. He uh, from GPP. He's going to be joining us here in a little bit. Here, kind of filling the shoes of what Sam does, talking about high school football. And of course, tonight we have the award-winning ninety-two nine the game high school scoreboard show as things wrap up with uh, everything going on throughout the state. Also, um, we're going to hear from Caleb Johnson later on in the show and Miles Garrett. What have you, if well, have you had much time? Checking out this uh, this NBA season so far and what the Hawks have been doing. I don't know what to make of these Hawks right now, um, especially these past couple of games where they're scoring points for fun, but they're giving up points for fun. Um, they're seven and seven, and and I can't wait to talk to Caleb about this because I don't know if that's a a, a they're just seven and seven, they're just average, or if it's all right, they're they're heading in the right direction, and that's a seven and seven that's going in the right way. Or it's a seven and seven. That's a disappointment. I don't really know with and this you group yet, and, and you really shouldn't know at this point. It's it's still too early. It's There's, early, and it's early in Quinn Snyder's time too. And I think that's a big part of this mm-hmm. because you get some coaches who just come in, figure out their best lineup, roll out the ball, they go. There, there's not a system. There's not a style. There, there's not that imprint. I get the sense with with Snyder that there is that. 
So he's going to need time to build it. And it's still early in his tenure. Yeah, he had some time last year. You were trying to get into the postseason. Everything was just get some results. Now he's trying to build something. 14 games isn't enough time to tell where they are, but I I don't know. There, there's things that are good, and there's things that are very disappointing. The fact they're giving up so many points when defense has been an issue for years, that scares me. Well, again, don't let that emotion overrun you because it's still early. Again, there's chemistry that's being formed, as you saw, as you said, the coaches – time there is still new. He's formulated. It's kind of like what we talked about with Arthur Smith heading into this upcoming season. You know, Desmond had a little bit of time. Now this Not is, enough this time. Is, well, we know that, but I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, that was one of my a, biggest frustrations. <laughs> you get a chance to put your personal stamp on the team. Hopefully he'll get maybe a couple more dogs as, you know, that he wants, but it's, it's still a work in progress, and we were talking about this earlier. Around Christmas time, Give us another month or so, and we'll have an idea what this team is going to be like. Now, let's talk about this division for a second, because are you worried about anybody in this division? We know what the East, Eastern Conference is, but when you talk about Orlando, Miami is is the one that everybody focuses on, yeah. Charlotte and Washington. By the way, say this out loud. For the first time since 1984, since 1984, Michael Johnson, Michael uh, Jordan has no connection to the NBA. Wow. For the first time since 84, he has zero connection to the NBA. I wonder how he feels about that at he, this point. As he sits and looks at that B next to his bank account. Yeah. And, I and, mean, and then, but that's not – yes, I know he's going to be happy about that. Anybody would be. But he's crazy competitive. He'll take it out somewhere. Well, he's still got the, he's still got the racing team. Yeah. He's still got Bob Wallace. I just wonder if that's enough. I wonder Hamlin. if he's going to try to get back oh, in. Oh, I would imagine it's not enough. Yeah. He's, he's, he's screaming at people on his own golf course winning money. <laughs> you know? Definitely that. So that's I, I just wonder on. if he's going to try to get back in in some form or fashion. I don't know. What kind of year has it been for him? When you say this, and this is one of those conversations, and I don't know if it's one of those that you should keep an indoor voice for or say the quiet thing out uh, loud. Oh, boy. No, no, no. I mean, I don't, Here we but, go. But when you think about his last year, you know, he's – He's donated ooh gobs of money. He sold to Charlotte. He became the second athlete to become a billionaire. I think Tiger was first. Yep. And then now Michael is a billionaire. LeBron, I think, followed him. And then his son. <laughs> Possibly marry his nemesis. Oh. You know what I mean? When you put all that into a blender. Well, nemesis ex-wife. Right. Pardon? I'm talking about Scotty. Yeah, yeah, the nemesis yeah. is ex wife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> not marrying Scotty. <laughs> that, one, that, that would, would be, be a, a that would be a definite that turn. Would be a story. But I mean, all of that. I mean, he, the the dude sitting on the sidelines, and still all this stuff happens. And by the way, the racing team kind of turning the corner toward the end there. But Bubba Wallace is, you know, he did not have the year that George. So when you want to talk yeah. about being competitive, lighting the fire under that dude mm-hmm. and that team is what he's got coming up next. It's it's fat. He's just such a fascinating personality, and you know, one of the things that came out of the the pandemic was the Last Dance. And, oh, it saved us. And oh, <laughs> for, that was us. what I looked forward to every week. It, it was just one of the most amazing pieces of, of documentary sports production ever done. And I think it brought him to the fore in, in another way that maybe for the current generation might not have remembered right. exactly who he was and how he did his thing. He's 
he's just such a, a special person in sports. I think he's going to have one more big act to play in in the sports world. I don't think it's going to be the racing team. I think he's going to do something else in basketball. I don't know what yet. Hmm. I tell you something in a related story. You want to talk about competitiveness? This is the next guy who has that same sort of drive that Jordan has. And it's, it was funny. The announcement came a week after we found out that Tiger's son Charlie did something that Tiger oh, yeah. never did. Yeah, he got that high school championship. Tiger's like, all right, I'm getting back out there. And then a week later, he decided he's going to play in the Bahamas at that uh-huh. tournament. Huh? So he's back up and running. Apparently, he's got no ankle injuries. I mean, no no problems walking. That was the issue going yeah. up and down those undulating hills with the ankle. But that's apparently feeling good. It's all the other 90 other parts of his body that's beat up. He's got to swing a club. So we will see. Anyway, coming up next, your buddy, John Nelson. You might have to call him and wake him no, up. No, he's ready. He's, he's ready, ready to go? All right. He's got his brackets ready to go. <laughs> GPB is going to join. GP. Sports Radio 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg in for Mr. Crenshaw this morning. It's Jason Longshore. We are playing this for that dude. He better call up. Nelson, where you at? Nelson, DPB, where you at? We went and played your famous Cana- your favorite Canadian band as an intro music, and he ain't on the phone. Said he was ready. Boy, wait till I t- Let's give his phone number out over the air. <laughs> We'll, we'll get him to anyway, call in. Yeah, G- give just, me a minute here. Yeah, we're, no, we're, we're having fun. We, John's been on many, many times, and I just want to have a little Thanksgiving fun with him because it's been a minute. He's going to let us know what's going on. Uh, again, coming up uh, before the end of the hour, we're going to hear from Noelle, our producer, our new producer. She's going to be with Sam and I on Sunday. She's here today. Didn't plan on it, but we're going to find out what we can find out about Noelle. Coming up in the uh, 8 o'clock hour, we're going to hear from Caleb Johnson. Caleb Johnson talking Hawks. Talking NBA, I want to get some clarity about this 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 tournament that's going on too. Get his thoughts on that, and then in the nine o'clock hour, we're going to hear from Miles Garrett. Falcons are getting ready to take on the Saints. This is going to be a big weekend out there at Mercedes Benz too, because they're going to be celebrating fifty years of hip hop. All sorts of performances going on. I know that Terrell Thomas, who comes on here and talks basketball, not only is he going to be uh, checking out what's going on with the Hawks, but he will also be down there for the um, for the Saints Falcons again. And by the way, if you can't get in front of a TV, we got that game for you right here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. That, we got everything for you. To be honest with you, while I'm thinking about it, we had you covered yesterday. All three games. If you didn't get a chance, if you don't get a chance to get in front of a TV today, we got Miami at the Jets. Pre-game 2.30, kick at 3 o'clock. If you can't get in front of a TV tomorrow, the only game that matters, Michigan-Ohio State. We got that here, 11.30 pre-game, kick at 12. Then the Hawks are at Washington. We have all that action for you. 6.30. Um, pre-game, 7 o'clock tip. Is he ready to go? I think we might have him. Okay, because otherwise I'll quit stretching. No, you're good. Okay, I was going to keep stretching there if he wasn't ready. Is John ready? All right, let me put this down over here. And from GPB, let's welcome to the show a big Rush fan, John Nelson. How yeah, doing, we buddy? played Rush for you, man. Yeah, man, where you at? I've, dude, I have no earthly clue. Literally, I've been sitting here staring at my phone. <laughs> this is nothing new. John and technology don't really work well together, Greg, if you're not aware? He has to go out and do interviews and, and bring electronics with him. That should it, 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't really? matter. Usually I have to fix it for him again, like we just did. So, well, John, welcome, think, John. Cut, but, well, By the way, what cut did you attempt to have to uh, have the proper introduction, by the well, way? We well, kept we, it simple with Rush. We kept yeah, it Tom we played, Sawyer. Yeah, Come we on. played it Tom Sawyer. We didn't get no deep cuts because everybody ain't a Rush fan. So so uh, so me, Kerry Von Eric, the modern day warrior. I get that. Very there nice. we go. There we okay. go. 
I, I, I'll tell you what, if you want something special, I'll say that they're the greatest three-piece three piece rock band that ever existed. How's that? Hey, I still have my, I still have my uh, piece of plastic from an AM-FM station that, that uh, Greg was a part of. I still have that in my, in my stack. Are you going to say it? That's all right. The station's <laughs> defunct. People are driving around. I, I, I got... still have my 96 rock card. I remember 960 AM, all right? I, that's, you, You're going way back. Dude, I had to work on the AM side. I literally, that's how long I go back. Wow. They had to split the signal. That radio yep. had to split the signal back then, and you couldn't go fully you know, simulcast all day long. Wow. So the, the midday show had, no had, to, had to simulcast. So Katie, yep. had, yeah, she was, she, was, she was full board, and then like the, the various morning shows they had there were on, but like John Boy, Brian, <laughs> and, and whatever was on AM, they had to split that signal. So there you go. And there's still license plates all over the city. Yeah, upside, upside I know. I'll still see them. Upside down. Joe Nelson. Anyway, that's not why you called. Listen, buddy, um, Jason's done a great job in here this morning for, uh, for oh, Sam. Oh, absolutely. He always crushes it. But, you know, there's only, you know, there's nobody who can fill Mr. Crenshaw's shoes, but we are doing the best we can, and we thought you'd be the person to bring us up on what's going on with the playoffs, man, because it's all about high school football right now. And so I guess that's why I had my, my phone go straight to voicemail, huh? All the intimidation <laughs> from the setup? Yes, exactly. So anyway, man. Good morning. How? What should we know about what is going on with these games that have started? This is the time of year. Well, I'll just say it this way. Yesterday we had the coach of Creekside on. Uh, as a matter of fact, we had Dub. Uh, uh, I want to get it right here. Maurice Dixon, Coach Dixon. Yeah. Maurice Dixon talking about Creekside. But the thing about it um, of high school football is, and this is the message that Sam continued to convey: if you're practicing around Thanksgiving, you've had a great season. Yeah, that's what you want to do. And the thing about the thing about Mo is that he wants to have his team challenged on a national scale. So this season, he decides he's going to put Modern Day on his schedule out of Los Angeles. Yep. So he took fifty-five players out to LA for Labor Day to take on Modern Day. And literally, when the, the schedules came out, I looked at that when that first popped up, and I'm like, "What?" And you know, to see that kind of a matchup, it's a bit of a sticker shock, but that's what he wants to do. He wants to challenge himself on a national level. And, you know, he's got Warner Robins coming up this weekend in 5A, and he's the number two team in the class. And so you, you have these others right now, this weekend specifically in round three, you've got a lot of teams in the top 10 in insert poll here that you follow. There's very little. You know, if you want to call them upsets or folks outside the top 10, there are some in pockets, and there's one in 7A that's making a big road trip up to Atlanta in Camden County, and they play their game a little differently. But this season, to this point here in round three, you're seeing a lot of the top 10 teams in the state make their way to the round of eight in their, in their respective classes. Hey, John, let me go back to this for a second. We we're just talking about Creekside High School and what they did going out to California. We had Coach Dixon on yesterday, and they went out there and they lost that game. But mm -hmm. he said he benefited not only from the trip, but the play that they were up against out there. And my question is this, because, you know, we hear about this on the college level, so-and-so team didn't play this or they didn't travel out west or whatever it is. Is that going to be the norm as far as high school football in this state? Are you going to have to do something outside the box to, to, to get, A, get these guys motivated and keep them focused, but also just to – find some competition in a way that's different than what we have here in state. You know, we've always heard about the Alabama teams coming over here and vice versa or Florida teams. What is high school football as far as traveling outside your comfort zone going to look like in the next five years, do you believe? 
Well, I mean, it started probably, you know, a good decade ago when you have these these manufactured games on television where you have all these recruits who are, you know, top 50, top 100 in your state, whatever number you want to use. And you have folks that want to sit there and have these matchups. And it's like, yeah, we want to see all these recruits. And we want to see them go up against all these other recruits. You know, who's the best, who's the best state? Who's the best team? Those kinds of things. I think now with reclassification coming up next year, you might see a little less of it considering that in this last, you know, two to four year cycle, you saw a lot of games with a lot of teams in neighboring states and regional states. I mean, you had Milton going playing teams in Maryland and Virginia and things like that, but you, you will have those, those pockets and those hit and run games in non-region if you've got a lot of those top recruits on your team. But I think you might actually see a little bit less of them now because of the regions you're, you're getting one less classification next year so folks are getting grouped back. You're getting seven and eight region games, and you can't discount your rivals that are nearby. And so I think those those games are going to be less, but there's always going to be ways to put those folks on television to see what's going on. You mentioned Camden County earlier. They've got the, the longest trip in the games coming up mm-hmm. tonight. What is Mill Creek in for tonight? Uh, a team that's coming up from basically Jacksonville. I mean, it is literally the exit before you get to the Florida state line. Camden County does things differently. And their head coach, Jeff Heron will be the first person to tell you that if we didn't do things the way we do, we wouldn't be here. They run the wing tee. They the run the wing Delaware tea. wing tee offense. What? Yes. Let's go. Let's go old school. I like it. <laughs> well, and that's because, you know, the, they don't have all of the, you know, the six, three, 280, 290, 320 pound yeah. offensive linemen and things like that. So what they've done when Jeff went down there the first time, this is his second time coaching that team. He wanted to come up with an offense that fit the personnel that he had. And they've been tremendously successful in the time that he's been there by running this offense. And it is, you're going to have, what's Mill Creek up for? If, if the Camden County has their way, they're going to get 10 feet every single time that they run the ball. That's all they need, literally. Three and a third yards. You do that three times, what happens? First down, move the sticks, 220 off the clock. That's what they're going to try to do up against the massive number of recruits that are heading to the next level for Josh Lovelady and Mill Creek. It is, it is wing tee, and if you like old-school assignment-based football, that's what you're in for tonight. If they have their way, this game will be the football version of one-hour martinizing. They're going to get in and get out if they have their way. A lot of hype with Walton and Carrollton, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying that's the biggest game of the night. Do you agree? Well, I've, you know, personally, I've got to look at Milton and Talkwood County. Okay. Considering that's on GPB at seven thirty, there we go. Yeah, but I mean, look, you have the the seven teams in seven A that are in the top ten, four versus five in Carrollton and Walton. Obviously, you look at Juju Lewis and Jeremy Hicklinski, two fantastic quarterbacks there. With that one, Buford has three recruits in the top ten nationally, going up against Grayson tonight. Milton and Colquitt County. Milton's defense has really been. You know, getting them through games. Colquitt's got a couple of guys in the top twenty when it comes to to rankings as well. And, and I think the the folks in Moultrie, literally, it's going to be the last person out. Turn the lights out because I think everyone from Colquitt County is going to be at Milton tonight for our game at seven thirty. But Carrollton and Walton, it's been great to see Juju Lewis as a sophomore be on the cover of Sports Illustrated magazine. The NIL issue, who was on the cover, Juju Lewis, and you're seeing his progression as a quarterback as a sophomore. And the, and the hair is, is absolutely fantastic, by the way, if you've never seen Carrollton play. 
John Nelson from GPB joining Sam and Greg along with John, uh, Jason Longshore. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Which side of the state can puff their chest out more as far as their participants, north of Macon or south of Macon? It's, I mean, it's north of the Nat line, I think. Um, it's, I have all eight of my brackets out, you know, right here in front of me just to kind of sit here and look at it. You've got Lee County down south, Thomas County Central down south. I'm sitting here and I'm filibustering a little bit. Uh, Warner Robins and Harris County and Coffee, so that's what, five. Jenkins, Savannah coming through as a three seed, a four seed, and they're five and seven. Uh, let's see, five, Stockbridge is not uh, south of the Nat line, so that one counts. Benedictine makes six, Perry makes seven, and we're halfway through. So it's probably north in the higher classifications and south of the Nat line in the lower classifications, if that, that makes sense. any sense. So probably by the time it ends up, it ends up being 50-50. All right, I know you like to dig deep on the most interesting stories. So what's your favorite story of a team that is still left that's playing for a state title? Oh, well, I mean, Jenkins Savannah is the one that pops up immediately. Jenkins Savannah, they were three and seven. They had one of the toughest schedules in the state, toughest schedule, I think, in 5A. So at three and seven, what have they done? They came to Atlanta, they knocked off a region champ. Round two, they came up and beat Dutchtown by one point. So you got a team in Jenkins who's five and seven, five and seven, and they are, they are playing in round three right now. And so, uh, that one for me is, Right there, Telfair County, who is McRae, and that's like out I-16. Uh, first time they've been this deep in a tournament in 30 years. Uh, that's one that sticks out to me as well. And then in Class A Division One, three teams out of one region, Region 8, still in the, the top eight, the surviving eight in Class A D1. So one of the toughest regions in the state right there. So that was three instead of one. It was it was tough getting to them, but it was well worth it. Always Wasn't is. Wasn't it, though, man? Yeah. John, you did a great job this morning, buddy. We, we well, you know, Juan Valdez knocks on the door and he hands you a Mountain Dew and you're gassed up and ready to go. <laughs> hey, and, and related story, you were talking about 96 Rock earlier. Have you seen Richard Jewell, the movie, yet? No, I have not. Do I need to, question mark? Well, yeah, because if you were listening to the station back then, you know, he was a part of it. Willard was there. I remember that, yeah. And not to toot my own horn, but when you but see... But toot, toot, Arn Anderson. I see but, how this works. But, but when you watch the movie, there is little... You know, I'm in that. I play, I play a reporter in that. So there is literally a scene where you I You don't am, play Greg Clarkson? Yet? I do not. I play oh, the only... On. I think it's Morris, Morris Diggs, the only black reporter in Atlanta back <laughs> during the Olympics. But there is a scene where I am there, along with a cluster of other reporters, standing next to Richard Jewell's pickup truck, and he had a 96 Rock sticker in his back window. So how about that? Richard second? Jewell and I shared the same post office back what? in the day. Okay. Yeah. See, now you can't I leave that. that. I got to get him back on here for this. We're going to do a casting <laughs> call on Sunday. I may call you for that one. John Nelson, GPB, though, you did a great job sitting in for Mr. Crenshaw, but the knowledge was you took it to another level. So thank you, buddy, and enjoy the rest of your Friday. Be safe, my friends. Be well. There Watch you, football. There, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And if you can't get in front of a TV, we will have Miami and New York, the Jets, that is, today, pregame at 2.30. Kick at three. We're going to learn about our producer, Noel, up next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Friday morning. So we just call it Friday morning. Black Friday, a lot of it. Advertising. It's Friday, a 
around here. Sitting in for Mr. Crenshaw today is Jason Longshore. Of course, Sam is getting ready for tonight's award-winning 92-9 in the game high school scoreboard shows. We're in the playoffs, and so this is like his time of year. So instead of him making do double duty, and Atlanta United is off, so we figured we'd wake you up. You know, I'm I'm free. <laughs> Sam's doing Georgia State women's basketball yeah, as did. well. Caught some of that yesterday. Like Sam's everywhere right now. That spark's coming off his heels. Yeah, that's man. why he's Mr. Crenshaw. So you are, are are as always. I love working with you. We have a different kind of show. It's a different different dynamic in here, and I like that. <laughs> I just I really do. By the way, do you know who I gave a shout out to? Yes, was it yesterday or last week? Because one of the things that Jason and I la- uh, have fun with, and you heard John Nelson bring this up a while ago, when the music was dominant in this city in the 90s when it was rock and alternative, I was at one station, but you were listening to the guys down the dial. Yes, I 99 was. 99X. Yes. And, and Barnes and Leslie and all of them. But you know who got who came back to radio? And we always like to reach out to, to our brethren in this business. Mm-hmm. Jill Melanson. Yes. She was here. Because when yes. this joint was Dave FM, yep. and that's where I met her when I came in here, because I was a Dave FM too, yep. but she had been out of the business doing some different things, but 99X picked her up. I think I had a, the record at one point on Dave for the, I can't remember what they called their music Jeopardy. They might have just called it music Jeopardy. I came in and did that. I won once, and I set a record <laughs> really? at one point for it, and then lost the next week, unfortunately. I, I got to tell you something scary before we go to Noel. I'm, I'm not kidding you when I say this because I was telling somebody this the other day. You know everybody's about identification and, and, and theft and fraud and all that sort of stuff. You got to watch all your, 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 your passwords and, and people yes. getting your information. Definitely. You know that we would literally, when we'd get a winner on the phone down the dial when I was back there at the state, mm-hmm. and ask them for their name and social security number? Yeah. <laughs> and people would freely give it up. Oh, yeah, back in what, the day. Just yeah. freely yeah, give yeah. it up. I mean, I just can't imagine that now. Yeah. But we get your name. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, 6125. I just, no. anyway. Uh, we are going to, oh, wait a minute, man. Oh, that's top of the hour. So I'll make sure I get everything ready here because we're going to talk more Atlanta United. Come up top of the hour. Going to get your thoughts because we had a great interview with you and Dan Corso earlier in the show. You guys talked about a number of things, one of which was, and I want to say this right, Copa America. Copa America coming America. next year, the opening match. Out. Yeah, right. you'll get there. You'll get there. See? The opening match, and they're saying in South America that it's going to be Argentina and Mr. Lionel Messi making an appearance in Atlanta. So Don't, You're going to step on my question because I've been saving this for you. Not confirmed yet, but okay, we'll All get right. into it. We're going to get into that we'll coming up top it. of the hour. Caleb Johnson is also going to join us. But every time we have ourselves a new producer around here, we like to let our audience know a little bit something about them as opposed to us telling you about them. And it, it just it takes a little bit of time. Like Noelle has been a part of this show a, a few times so far in the two hours we've been here. But we want to give her a segment to just whatever is on her mind, whatever is going on. And, and by the way, it's no. Yes. She don't want me to call Noelle. It's no. And folks call it just no, right? Is that right? And <laughs> oh. Okay. And oh. No. That's over. So anyway, Noelle, thank you. You've been on a wonderful job so far this morning. I'm, I expect nothing less these last two hours. And looking forward, and speaking for Sam, for you uh, producing us on Sunday. Well, I'm already having a ball with you and Jason, so I already know you and Sam is going to be going to be a super time. So, I know we all had Thanksgiving yesterday, and Love usually... Yeah, you can turn it up just a little bit so we... She's got that voice. How about now? Damn, we, that, okay, there we go. Okay. Now, I know yesterday was Turkey Day, and usually that's, that's your pivot into 
your holiday films and your your decorations and all of that good stuff once you get done with all your all your shopping you're going to do after you eat all your turkey. So my question to you guys is, when do you start your holiday film watching? You're hmm. assuming that we do that. Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. Now that I I just, you know, we're watching stuff but not necessarily holiday. I think that's more for people with kids. I definitely. I yeah, I, I think it for me like as I've gotten older, it pushes back later and later. Right. Like I always the things I want to see this time of year, I like to see the Charlie Brown Christmas. That's the same mine are only cartoons. That, that's the one I always like to see. I've seen it so many times. I'll tell you my all-time favorite, and it's hard to find now. And it was my favorite as a kid, and it's just an amazing story. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. You Does made that anybody up. know what that is? You made that up. It's a Jim I have Henson. Never heard of that. It, is it Jim Henson? It's Jim Henson. Kermit is like the host of the show, but it's brand new characters. It is um, a take on. Oh, I'm going to mess this up. I, I think it's a short story, a famous one, uh, the oh, Gift of the Magi. I think where it's. The kid and the mother getting gifts for the other one, but they have to sacrifice something, and right. the gift was to play off of what they had to sacrifice. So it's it's a great story. It's very cool Muppets-ish kind of setup. Um, go find that if you can. It's I've really hard to find that before. The music in it. So you would love the music in it, too. Okay. The music in it is awesome. There's like a heavy metal Muppet band in it in a talent <laughs> show that's amazing. Well, I ain't a big heavy metal fan, even though I worked down the dial. I mean, you, you I would appreciate, appreciate the Muppets yes. hard rock band. You would appreciate. It. Okay, all right. I'm with all kinds Emmett of music. Emmett Otter's you know, Jug Band Christmas. Never, if there's anybody out there who saw this when they were a kid, please tweet at us. I know that nobody. See, now you had me thinking about things that would fall into that category of stuff that was maybe regional or just obscure for yeah, whatever this reason. Was, this was a big like HBO had it for years. That's where where I saw it when I was a kid, but it's I think it's out of print, like on DVD or whatever. I don't know if anybody has the rights to it to air it or stream it. I'm not sure. It just sounds like that Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, that's another one that like I don't think you can find that. You, can you? I've only seen bits and snippets of it. Like yeah. I've never seen the the entire segment of of. It's, it's lost for a reason, but I've never seen <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's true. <laughs> I've never got to see the the entirety of it. The um, you guys all know Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, yeah, the yes. original yeah. one. So you yeah, can yeah. remember what yes. that 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 animation looked yeah. like. Yes, along those same lines in Chicago, growing up, there was one, and this is going to be a regional one. There was mm-hmm. one called Hard Rock Cocoa and Joe. Hard Rock Cocoa Hard Rock and Joe. Cocoa and Joe was a cartoon. It was, but it was like that Ra- Rudolph. It was the same yeah. sort of animation, okay. and it was only during Christmas time. And I mean, good luck finding that. We should have a race to see if we can find yours or this one. You'll be able to find Emmett Otter. He's much easier. Than I think that. if you go into the WGN library, you can probably find that. Okay. One. There was a lot of stuff that WGN aired because it was a superstation. Yeah, back it was. Then. Yeah. So they did all kinds, and that was one of them. Hard Rock, Coco, and Joe. See, here, here's the thing, Noel, and going back to music because we, we way, can all get into that, the music Greg, side of things. Greg, Greg uh, get cast with Greg. Uh, on Twitter, <laughs> if, you, if, if you remember that one, get cast with Greg on Twitter. Hit me up if you if you remember Hard Rock, Coco, and Joe. Go ahead, Noel. You come in from malls and work in malls this time of year. Did you get burned out on holiday music as much as I did? Oh my goodness, did I get? I have a list of like holiday songs I never want to hear again. Yeah. Like Christina Aguilera's "Doesn't It Feel Like Christmas" yep. with the Bow Wow rap. Never yep. want to hear it again. Yep. 
I saw something. It was. I actually sat through it, and I was surprised that I did. And a lot of people are done with the Mariah Carey song. Yes. But what's his face before can't he? Le- I, I can't hate it. I'm sorry. No, I mean I, don't I, I hate it, hate but it. I can see how people are over that. People always want to take that one and Wham last Christmas. Oh no, you can't. You can't. Take I can't Wham. hate either one of those. Those are great songs. I don't uh, want to hear him all day, every day, like I did when I worked in the mall. But anyway, <laughs> Gordon, before he left uh, the Late Show, you know his carpool karaoke, mm-hmm. he had her on there, and what he did, and this was kind of smooth because he must have. He must have thought about this, or they must have planned this for like a year, because they had a number of people do this. Mm-hmm. But she came on. You know, the story is that she came on once years ago and made her sing it, and she didn't like it, and she got mad at him. So then years later on his last show, she came back on and said, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And she said to James Corden, I'd like you to sing my song. And he says, okay, and he started singing it. But what they did was then they had everybody, he pretty much did carpool karaoke on there singing. So it, it okay. went from Elton John to Selena Gomez to uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. They were all, Adele, they were all singing that song, and they just sort of broke it up that way. Here's oh, wow. one. Here's one for you that Sam and I talked about yesterday, speaking of Christmas stuff. Y'all fans of the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of yep. course. Jason, I believe, may know this, but Noel, I'm going to ask you. There are two famous voices in that cartoon. They're talking about the original. And... Because the Grinch had two voices connected with him, or well, the cartoon. The person who sang, mm-hmm. he's a mean one, yep. Mr. Grinch. Do you know who that is? I have no I idea. That is the guy who did the voiceover for Tony the Tiger. Really? It sounds like it. Now oh, that you yeah. said it, I can hear it. Yeah. Wow. I never knew that. Greg, that's great. What do you think I do every day? <laughs> Insignificant information. Now, you think that's enough? Here's the extra credit the actual voice of the Grinch is one of the most famous actors of all time doing one of the most iconic roles in moviedom and he is the voice of the Grinch I will give you his three most famous roles Uh the mummy the original mummy he is the original Frankenstein and this Boris Karloff Boris Karloff yeah go look up Boris Karloff and he he kind of talked like Sean Connery a bit, if you think about how the, <laughs> how the Grinch talked. He was sort of like this. So anyway, yeah. So the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is is voiced by Frankenstein. Huh. But that's Boris Karloff, yeah. So Never there you go. So you guys brought up the Christmas stuff, and it's like you, you jumped into my wheelhouse as far as <laughs> insignificant information. But yeah. And that's that's like, you know, I don't have a favorite one, but my father and I, as, he's, as he is, you know, about to go home. I don't know how much longer he's going to be with us, but mm-hmm. my my memories during this time of year is um, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah, the Christmas Charlie Brown, and 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 the Grinch. Christmas Charlie Brown, Emmett Otter, Rudolph, and, and the Grinch. Yeah, those are the ones that I always go back to. There you go, Noel. You're not done, even though you had your little segment here. You ain't done. We got a couple hours left, and I want your contribution to who knows what. But up next, we're going to tap into Mr. Uh, Longshore here because we got to get his thoughts on what's next for Atlanta United. They finished this season not the way they wanted to, but there's still stories surrounding this team, and Jason is going to bring us up on everything we need to know. Atlanta United, call all your friends because Sam and Greg, even though he ain't here, we are going to be talking a whole lot of soccer up next. It is Jason Longshore, in for Mr. Crenshaw, Sam and Greg, with Noel on this Friday morning. Some call it Black Friday. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. To prove I'm right.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.